The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster. You are watching Going In Raw. Like that? What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are, including the Castbox app. We had a little snafu yesterday with Castbox. We uploaded it. It went to all the audio podcasts out. It was like double the length, and then it didn't yeah, work after like the minute forty-seven. Which really, after minute forty-seven, nothing you got, really happens. You got pretty much the entire show. Pretty much. Um, uh, looking into it, we'll, we'll get it fixed. Yeah, we're gonna get that fixed. Uh, we re-uploaded it, and it seemed to work fine, like normally everywhere except for Castbox for some reason. Anyways, generally speaking, it's a great app, so you should yeah. check it out. Uh, we're also available at uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We had a question here uh, from from Flame Inc. in the chat. Okay. Uh, and they asked, where does Frendo come from? No country for old men. Yeah, I stole it um, at some point early on in the 10 for the win. Very early on. Very early on. I mean, it could have been like in the first couple episodes. I don't think it was within the first the, one. Within the first 10. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I just, I called you Frendo because I was, number one, it's like one of my, I don't know about my, one of my favorite movies, but it's definitely pretty high on the list yeah, in it's terms a, it's of a great film. modern day movies, at least. Um, what's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? I mean, Raising Arizona is always going to have a, a special place in my heart. Yeah, was sure. The first one of their movies I ever saw, and I used to watch it a lot. Yeah, a lot. One of my, you know, I'm a, I'm obviously a big Lebowski fan. Who? Oh, isn't? that's a great movie. Yeah. But oh, brother, where art thou? That's fun too. Man, that's so high up on my list. Mm -hmm. I like really well done, like highly detailed period pieces like yeah. that. Like yeah, the old timey Charm. days. I love the old timey days. Yeah. I mean, they weren't great, you know, for yeah. like a lot of people. No. But, <laughs> but I, I enjoy when movies revisit them yeah. with the detail. Um. Anyways, what was wait? Flame Inc. asked, "Where's Frendo come from?" Oh yeah, no country for old men. Yeah, basically, and that's that's the term we use for anybody in our community. They're yeah, our yeah, out. yeah. I don't like the term fan. I don't like the term audience member, listener, viewer. Frendo, Frendo, Frendos. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, that's what it is. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, we're gonna talk about some wrestling news. Oh today. yeah, we actually got a pretty loaded show today. We got a stack show today. So yesterday. Prior to our, uh, right now at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Am I allowed to say that on YouTube? You just did, so let's carry on. We, uh, we, we did our, our day two of Money in the Bank uh, mm -hmm. uh, pay-per-view. Heck of a show. Yeah. Oh, amazing matches. Uh, however, uh, that was put off a little while. We spent a good 30 minutes watching The New Day 
in action against the Elite Larson, yeah. a WWE New Japan cross promotional event. Yeah, these two teams did not actually wrestle. No, instead but they threw down in the virtual world of Street Fighter Five Arcade yeah. Edition, I believe. Yeah. Um, at first, it was the New Day versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. Um, the New Day took that contest, mm-hmm. but uh, at no point during that contest did Xavier Woods. Uh, take on Kenny Omega. Yeah. And that was really the grudge match behind the whole thing. They had gone back, like, th- going back three years, I mm-hmm. think. They had they had matched up one-on-one. Yeah. I kind of vaguely remember that happening. Yeah, I do, too. And then, uh, from what I understand, uh, Kenny Omega won that time. Mm-hmm. But then uh, they had, apparently they'd been trying to put this together for, like, 18 months, like the big rematch, team versus team, you know, obviously, with both these uh, factions, both these groups coming up big time over the past uh, you know, especially 18 months, uh, this was sort of a natural fit. I mean, honestly, it's, it is like, in my opinion anyways, the best tag team in non-WWE and the best tag team in the WWE, the Young Bucks and the New Day. Um, and so this was a lot of fun. It was endlessly entertaining. Oh, my gosh. It was so flippin' entertaining. Kenny was playing heel. Oh, yeah, this, this, was, this was like Kenny, leader of both. This is like the cleaner. Yeah, this, yeah, was, this was, was the cleaner, cleaner right here. Exactly, yeah. He had the little extra, extra rasp to his voice. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, he was going full on heel oh, yeah. on Xavier Woods during their one-on-one battle. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd have a match, cut promos on each other. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. All sorts of, of, of great digs. Uh, yeah, um, Nick super kicked Tasty Steve. Yeah. One of the hosts of the show. Yeah, he got super kicked. He got super kicked. By that Matt was fantastic. Jackson, yeah. um, they were having, it's funny because you could tell like, you could tell like uh, the, the Big E and Kofi, I mean, obviously, you know, they're on up, up, down, down all the time. So, you know, they're into the games and stuff. But then you got the Young Bucks over there. And they were, they just seemed, like, really tickled by everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They just seemed like, this is ridiculous. This is utterly ridiculous. Even wrestlers, uh, a, a, a sport that is, you know, steeped in ridiculousness. Oh, yes. Even they found the ridiculousness in this. Uh, wildly entertaining. But anyways, yeah. So it, it came down to a first-to-five series. Yeah. Between Xavier so Woods. Essentially a best out of nine. A best out of nine, exactly. Uh, and uh, and Kenny Omega and it and so of course you know much much tension because it went the distance. I think Omega went down two matches 2-0. to one to zero two zero, and then he came back tied, tied it up. Xavier went up three two. Yeah, Kenny went up four three. Xavier yeah. tied it, and then Kenny won five yeah. four. Uh, the one thing that was not to not to let it, this is my pure speculation. I think it is yours too. Whenever Kenny needed to win. He won. It was fairly obvious <laughs> that he was leagues ahead of Austin Creed, Xavier Woods. I'm fairly well, certain. Part of the setup of it was, too, was that this was uh, uh, Kenny was playing with Cody, the character that he yeah he was involved in the, 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 the announcement trailer thing, yeah. for. And my understanding was it was like, like Kenny... Hadn't really had a chance to play this character Somebody at all. Somebody in chat mentioned it was a dev kit thing. Yeah, so, like, yeah, it's yeah. not like he's readily available to play. Yeah. And so he only had a little bit of time with him. Yeah, he said he had a few minutes before they started. But right. then, yeah. And then... And then so, this, so part of the, the narrative, I guess, if you will, is is and one of the reasons, you know, storyline-wise, Kenny went down 2-0 early is that Kenny was learning how to play with this character. And every every couple games... They would stop and cut promos. Oh gosh, it was great, and it was so much fun. And then it came down to oh, the the stipulation: the loser, the losing team had to uh, had to eat habanero peppers. Habanero pepper, which are not the spiciest pepper, right. but they're spicier than jalapenos. Yeah, and so uh, and so 
Yeah, it came down last night. But it was fairly obvious when Kenny needed a win, he didn't even like make it like it was that last match. There is nothing left to chance. He was going according to what I think was probably a script. Again, wildly entertaining, and it's okay because it's wrestling. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But this is in no way was a shoot. He was able to do whatever he wanted. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, I mean, I'm not. I am not familiar. I'm sure there might be people in here who know better. Um, well, Doug Unfunny here says Kenny lost to Austin Creed three years ago. Mm. Okay, all right. I thought that he had mentioned. In there well, he just mentioned won. that Austin, when the pressure that Austin Creed, when the pressure was high, mm-hmm. kind of folded. Yeah, so okay. Yeah, yeah, lost. yeah. That's what I thought too. But uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just been practicing a lot more. It just, it just felt like when he, when it was on the line, when it was like when he had, to, when it was like, okay, well, Kenny has got to win now. It was like with ease. <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a total shoot. I just kind of think that, like, especially all this, like, how much scripting they had afterwards, or how much of the promos they had afterwards. And by the way, Kenny had some amazing uh, shots oh, yeah. at the new day. He said when they were, they were like the new day at one point were huddling and he said, what are you trying to figure out? Who's going to write your promo for you? Yeah. That was hilarious. Or waiting for someone to write a promo. For yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he said, your PG humor won't work on me. Yeah. Oh, it was good. There was, there was, there was well, Xavier had some good comebacks. Yeah, and too. he had some good comebacks as well. Yeah. yeah, he said he said this is a, he said this isn't a bingo hall we're he, fighting in right oh, now. He can't go kicking people in the face like the bingo hall you're used to working <laughs> exactly, in. Exactly. Yeah, Matt seemed to really get a kick out of that. Yeah, one. He, he laughed quite a bit. Well, at then that. Kenny said, um, oh, "What did he say? No, it was a promo line that uh, he he apologized for." It's like, sorry, that was too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rico Iglesias here mentions also uh, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods, wanted them to put their IWGP belts on the line, and Kenny said, well, we could put all the belts we have, but you have nothing to put on the line. That was a great line, too. <laughs> because aren't they aren't they still like the, the trios? Like the, uh, Young Bucks are two-thirds of the trios title. With Hangman Page, yeah. I think. No, no, that was in Ring of Honor. That's I think Ring of Honor. I think Skrull. Oh, well, Skrull, that's right, Skrull. I always get them. In, uh, in New Japan, and then, yeah, they have the IWGP heavyweight tag titles, and then, of and then, course, of course Kenny, Kenny is, is yeah. the champion. So, um, well, he, and Kenny made reference to the New Day peaking. Yeah, like peaking years, years ago. ago it, yeah. was, it was all great. Yeah. A lot of great trash talk. But uh, I don't know whether it was real or fake. It was all amazing. It yeah. was like we honestly like I, I can't really get like although I have been watching um, when I when I know it's on when I like happen to be around to watch it. The NBA 2K stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, the league stuff is actually pretty fascinating to watch. Yeah. I've been hooked by some of that stuff before. I've been hooked sometimes if I'm just sort of dicking around and I'm on Twitch and I see like one of the better NBA 2K players just going online and balling up people. It's endlessly entertaining yeah i'm not much of a esports guy and yeah. granted you know watching this is a slightly different experience because their personalities i'm already interested in mm-hmm. um but given the personalities involved um the the inherent drama of the their ability to tell stories <laughs> and we are freer than a month of the wwe oh, yeah. network um uh it was really engaging i actually not you know beyond just hearing them trash talk each other i got into like the competitive nature of the matches themselves. Eventually, yeah, within like a couple of games, it became really interesting to, to see them, to see how quickly they were countering each other at certain mm-hmm. points. The back and like, forth. And oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. this is really good. Yeah. But honestly, if it wasn't them, I'm not sure how much I'd really be into it. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but no, it was it was, it was was a lot of fun to And they had this really heartfelt. So afterwards, when the New Day lost or when Xavier Woods lost, um, he decided to, to take the bullet for his team. He says, this had nothing to do with you guys. I will eat all three 
peppers. And then he had one and then he had two and Kenny stopped him and said, you're not going to be the hero here. You're not going to turn this around and make you be, you're not going to become the hero here. Get Anything you could do, I could do better. And it was just like you said, it was vintage cleaner. Kenny, it kind of made me sad for those days because he's so good. I know. Um, and so he ate one and it just, it was just, it was so comical. And, and then that moment, it's like they, they both kind of like came down a bit. Yeah. Dropped the facade of character. A yeah. Bit. Uh, Xavier Wood, Wood dropped a really heartfelt mm. uh, uh, promo talking about you know the the challenge um, to get that show mm -hmm. going. Um, you know the the fact that he reached out to Kenny Omega on Twitter years ago, yeah, to try to get something set up like this. Um, and they both spoke about you know this just kind of being the first step, yeah, uh, in a larger, hopeful, hopefully a larger uh, collaboration process. Um, you know the you know the the obvious uh, idea being in the gaming world, but I think also they suggested perhaps in a wrestling ring. Well, given that, from what I understand, uh, up up down down is a WWE. Thing. Like I know it's you know it's spearheaded by uh, by Xavier Woods. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's. I'm pretty it's, sure it's owned by the WWE. Yeah, I don't know why I heard that before, but um, but I and even if it wasn't. I have a really hard time believing WWE would let Austin Creed do this and the New Day do this if they didn't have their blessing, if they weren't like, hey, yeah, no, totally cool. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you have Kenny Omega on the front page of WWE. Well, I mean, there was multiple videos WWE put out on Twitter mm -hmm. yeah. hyping up this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This event yeah. using, you know, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks names, right. using stills and whatnot. So. Yeah. So, I mean. They well, put the full promotional powers of the company behind promoting this you could consider it cynical or just good business to think that hey you know what maybe they're buttering them up a little bit saying hey you know what um maybe you guys can sign with us down the line you know well we're not a bunch of jerks there is another thing here because yeah this is huge just this morning um saw this uh, article from the sun um with some quotes from triple h mm -hmm. and uh he was asked about uh cross promotional opportunities you know of course wb has a working relationship with progress mm -hmm. icw and uh, it was brought, the, the, the name New Japan Pro Wrestling was brought up. And this is what Triple H had to say. Quote, is there an opportunity for cross-promotional events? Absolutely with the right things. It's a blank slate and I'm open to just about anything if the right situation shows itself. He continues, we are open to doing things with anybody or anything. So is this New Day Elite crossover event a harbinger of things to come well he had also prefaced it uh by referring to the relationships they already have of course obviously they're strong in the uk um progress uh, ICW. progress icw yeah and then isn't and then uh, adam cole's going to defend his title and evolve yeah and evolve and yeah against walter yeah and so you know they're it does. It does absolutely feel like the the walls are are coming down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's kind of funny because uh, Dave Meltzer, when he's in the Wrestling Observer, when he talks about the the TV deals and stuff and how much money they're bringing in, he always makes the point of saying, you know, the days of of having a higher quality product as a necessity for your business model are kind of over. And I kind of disagree with that because the company needs buzz in order for people to sort of rally behind it and yeah. continue to show interest. Otherwise, eventually those numbers are just going to fall and fall and fall in terms of the ratings and the interest in the social media well, stuff. Well, I think especially from the from fans that aren't in the hardcore base. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you know, if they were, if they had like one, like floodlight above the ring mm -hmm. and a hard A camera <laughs> and no one doing commentary, you'd probably still watch if the wrestling was good. Yeah, but that, I think, you know, compared to what they have, compared to the base on the WWE Network, that number is 
very, very oh, small. Oh, I know, I know. You know what I mean? And so they're not going to draw the numbers. You know, it. granted, does do, you know, does, does engagement and social media and all that kind of stuff, does it bring you money? Maybe not, but it certainly... It raises one's profile. It raises the profile, and it's really nice to say, hey, you know, this is how much people talk about us. You know, I think any uh, TV network or whatever would want to be part of that particular zeitgeist if you say, hey, look at how many people are talking about us. Um, and so, I mean, it's just smart. If they're bringing in all this money. It's not like New Japan, you know, is, is sort of a threat to them. So it would be kind of silly to think. I mean, we even had, I'm, if you take a look at the fact that they had Pete, they allowed Pete Dunne, the UK champion, to fight Zack Sabre Jr. No, was it, no, was it Zack Sabre Jr. or was it Osprey? It was Osprey. Was it was Osprey, and he, he was, and he was the junior heavyweight he junior champion in New Japan. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's you know that, and people were like, "Wait a second, that's WWE. That's, that's New champion Japan. Versus champion. champion versus champion. That's crazy." Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, on neutral ground. Uh, you know, but even going back, you know, like all through most of the eighties up to the early nineties, WWF and New Japan had a working relationship. Mm-hmm, they yeah. would do cross promotional shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a, I think it was in New Japan. I mean, not. It was just a WB show in 94. They had a, a Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we've seen the interview with Hogan in mm-hmm. New Japan. Yeah. Um, talking about how the WWF title was a stepping stone for the Yeah, IWGP they're probably not going to do that again. Heavyweight title. No, they're not going to do that. That dude was but, totally going out on his own. But uh, He was Ichiban, though. Yeah. He uh, claimed to be Ichiban. Um, but, you know, they, the, the, there's been periods of time where working relationships have existed between mm-hmm. WWE oh, yeah. and WWF with other promotions. I mean, we've heard that that Vince at times essentially kept ECW afloat yeah. financially yeah. in the late nineties yeah. um, because you know, it, there was like a talent sharing situation mm-hmm. going on there, but also it was good for WWE to have that extra uh, promotion out there probably to counter WCW. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, think about, think, just think about the level of buzz and goodwill the WWE would generate from their fan base. If they did a cross promotional show with New Japan, I mean that would heads would explode. I know heads would absolutely and explode. You could set it up so I, mean, I was thinking about this today actually. Say the main event would obviously be New Day versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. You could set it up so you wouldn't necessarily have to have Seth Rollins taking on Tetsuya Naito. Right, exactly. You could do yeah. a bunch of tag matches. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe one singles match, and so that way you're not really you don't have to worry so much about well, whose top star my promotion is going to yeah. be protected versus yeah. the top stars in your promotion, it'd be, you know? It'd be akin to DC and Marvel when they did yeah. the thing, their thing together. Their Amalgam Universe? Yeah. Yeah. So, it'd be, I, you I think know, it could it, be a lot of fun. Definitely at, at the beginning, if they were to do such a thing, just this, the pure spectacle of seeing, you know, New Japan's best versus WWE's best, um, even if it is at a bunch of eight-man tag matches, yeah. would be enough that it would blow people's minds. And then one huge singles match, go to a time limit draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Double I mean, pin. yeah, every look, dude, every everybody's savvy. We all know that you don't really want each company's not going to want the other one to get over on them. Yeah. You know, there'd have to be a pretty fairly a pretty fair split of yeah. wins and losses and yeah. all that. But they could so, do a bunch um, of tag matches, not like, you know, Seth Rollins is eating a, a pin and then you got to yeah. worry about who in New Japan has to eat a pin. People care that. more about moments anyways. Yeah. You know, if you do a tag match like the Shield Versus, I don't know, like, you know, three members of Chaos or whatever. Or L.I.J. Or, or L- yeah, exactly, L.I.J. And you have Rollins in there with his moment with Naito. And they all just look at the crowd. That's a bigger moment than whoever gets the freaking pin. Mm-hmm. Or how great the match was. Yep. So, um, so yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think it's fantastic. They seem to be, in terms of, of you know, opening up their, their doors uh, or their minds to that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
I think that's that's a why that's a super wise business move. Yeah, let's um, do some super chats. Yeah, yeah. Broken Steve one eighty nine is Kenny now a better wrestler than Okada? According to Kenny, no. He says Okada is still the best wrestler. Yeah, man. Jeffrey Nguyen five dollars. Hey, friendos, at my peak of stress today, and like a sign from the heavens, you go live. Uh, now I could go for some Frito burritos, and it would be perfect. Uh, Frito burrito stress reliever, yay or nay? Nay. Well, my, it might relieve relieve some of my emotional stress, but it causes stress on my tummy. Well, it's because you, dude, you get your thing is too hard, too fast. Yeah. You look like a turtle, but you're in fact a rabbit. Yeah. Spiritually, you're a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bartholomew. Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Hey, friendos. Hi. Hi. Thanks, friendos. TJ Fuse, one ninety nine. Do you think WWE Maine will ruin Nikki Cross? Not if she goes to SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Joy Conboy Trey Awesome Thank you Trey Awesome $2 Says Luchando Versus El, uh, WrestleTalks El Fakador Are better Than Joey Ryan uh, I think uh, What is it I think uh, Luke From WrestleTalk I think He did like a Luchando type gimmick Oh all right. Or Luchando did a Luke I don't know who did it first I don't know who did it first Not claiming gimmick infringement No not at all uh, Robert two, Snacks yes. $2 He says Happy Friendo Friday He did it twice he did it twice Maybe that was a mistake Christian House $2 Starting a podcast on CastBox Any tips or advice Get some decent recording equipment Don't spend an arm and a leg You can get a, 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 a blue Snowball, snowball microphone 60 bucks it's $49.99. There you go. Like um, there's some free uh, audio recording software. You can record straight to your laptop. Yeah, man. Um, output, upload right away. In um, a consistent schedule yes. with a topic you know about. And try you're passionate to, about. Try to find your own niche. Yeah. Uh, Julian Rodas, $5. Let's say the New Day versus Golden Elite did happen. Who goes over? Uh, who would you want to go over? I think the elite should go over first. Should be a series. Um. Oh, wow. Okay, a series. I like that. So the elite, elite first, then new, new day, day, then time, and then draw. draw. Okay, good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the legit underboss, two dollars. Naito Ooh. and Almas versus Rollins and Ooh. Okada. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, like mixing up. Yeah, yeah it's good. not a versus necessarily. Yeah, thing. I like that. It's a good idea. Rich Calicott, thank you, Stephen Larson, for all you do. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, S eight two dollars. Could Okada get a five star match out of Roman? I wouldn't put anything past Okada. I think he could. I think Roman could be dragged to a five star match. Yeah. Zach Stolpa, $2. Larson, uh, pre-cum, yay or nay? You know my position on that. The, lots of new subs, lots of new viewers. It's kind of a necessity. So that's a yay, good. Uh, Lego, not, 122. On a scale of never to no way, what's the chances of you guys getting Baron Corbin to say, hey, you're not me for your intro at a WWE 2K event? I don't know if I'd even have the sack to ask. Yeah, that'd be tough. I'm not sure if I'd have the sack to, to, to approach him for an interview. Yeah, I know. Man, that'd be tough. How do you do that? Bartholomew hey. von Flavenstein, hey. 199, just says, say my name. I did. Bartholomew von Flavenstein. Christian, $5. And then we got to get there. And then one more, and then we got to get to the things. Yeah, we got a lot of news still. $5. If WWE doesn't buy New Japan, 
book a hypothetical WWE Asian Championship tournament, and who's the first champion? I am. So here's the thing: I am not too familiar with uh, the characters out of All Japan and like Pro Wrestling Noah. Pro Wrestling Noah. DDT Pro. Uh, is Dragon's Gate out of there? Dragon's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah. So I can't say. Yeah. I'd have to educate myself yes. further before I did that. Kai Highwell, uh, four pound ninety nine pence. Greetings from the Rolling Stones gig in nice. Wales. That's cool. Between uh, the support act and the Stones, who's the support act? You don't have to. Don't give us another super chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's opening for the Stones? He says, "I thought I'd watch the realest show on YouTube." Thank you very much. All right, Lars, let's get have back you ever on seen the news. Stones. Have I ever seen them live? No, I have not. I did once. Yeah, Mostly where? In Oakland, because Pearl Jam opened for them. Oh, interesting. It's pouring rain, so it's kind of a miserable experience from that standpoint. But it was a good show. Um, well, yeah, man. I imagine they, you know, they have any number of huge hits to to play from. Oh, and to entertain the crowd, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I would guess so. What's your favorite of- Stone song? Probably "Give Me Shelter." Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's it's an easy answer, but how is it not that? It's great. It's a great you know? song. Yeah, it's a great song. I kind of uh, like, what was their, their weird album? The Satanic Majesty's Request? Yeah. There's some good stuff on there. Yeah. They're quote-unquote weird What's album. the one that goes, ooh, 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 ooh. Heartbreaker? Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, Is that Heartbreaker? Yeah. All right. I don't like that one. That's a good song. Uh, man, so we've got some huge news here from Maybe. Uh, our inside sources about Brock Lesnar. He's going to be champion forever. Forever. So Universal Championship will exclusively be a Brock Lesnar title. Intercontinental Championship moves up to top title on Raw. Yeah, yeah they're going to redesign the, the Universal Championship so it features Brock's face on it. Yeah, it's going to be the, the Lesnar champ, championship. Yeah. Anyways, this is from the Wrestling Observer. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's pre, let's, uh, Brock Lesnar's Universal Champion. Well, there's, there's more. You know, we there's all no assume, end in sight. There's, we all assume that he'll have a match at SummerSlam, and I guess the, the, the right? common belief would be that yeah. he would eventually drop the belt to Roman Reigns. This is why nobody can, like, can they just change the money to make contract? To be like, you know, whatever the title is you want to cash in on, you can cash in yeah. on. Yeah. So that people can have a shot at the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, anyways, this is from Wrestling Observer. We've since confirmed, as noted in the last week's issue, that Lesnar versus Reigns once again is the working plan for the SummerSlam main event. And that it would be the last fight Lesnar is now contracted for. But at least as of the weekend, this was not a done deal. Lesnar at this point is not confirmed by Vince McMahon for SummerSlam or any dates for that matter, which is weird since he has the title. He's aware and knows about it. It makes sense to expect it, but unless it happens in the last day or two, the green light hasn't been, or unless it happened, sorry, in the last last day or two. uh, The green light hasn't been given for whatever reason. So So. I, I wonder if this has less to do with Lesnar and more to do with his opponent for SummerSlam. Like, they're not sure if they want it to be Reigns. But, I mean, doesn't this... I mean, I'm guessing if if you tell Lesnar, hey, SummerSlam, here's the date. I think it's August 19th. You get your $600,000, how much he gets paid per match. If you, like, say him, say that to him, he'll be there. Yeah, right, yeah. Because that's $600,000 he could buy more farmland with. Let me put it this way. I would put all my money which is not much. I would put all the money that I have on the universal title being defended at SummerSlam. 
That's going to happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. That's going to happen. Now, would you put all your money on, on Roman Reigns? No, 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 no. No, I wouldn't put money right now. No, you're, you're probably exactly right. This has more to do with them having no idea who they want, who they're going to like ram down our throats next. Are they going to continue to try to make it Roman Reigns? Or are they going to come to our senses and have it be Seth Rollins? Or Braun Strowman. Or Braun Strowman. Kevin Owens or any number, yeah, Finn yeah, Balor, yeah. any number of the people Four who are perfectly awesome uh, uh, competitors could take that belt off Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then you have Roman Reigns. And then you have Roman Reigns. I mean, let's just face it. It hasn't, hasn't worked. Man. hasn't worked at it all. It hasn't worked. But according to him, he did an interview with uh, ESPN. I'll segue to this now. Oh, him, you mean Roman Reigns? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in which he talks about a variety of subjects, one of which is, is saying that his job isn't to get booed or cheered, it's to get a reaction. If people make noise, and he's doing his job. Is that on his performance review? Maybe. Is that, is that his job Does crowd acknowledge your presence, yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> what is the decibel level when your music hits? Is it louder with boos or cheers? <laughs> or is that immaterial? Yeah, that's immaterial. It doesn't matter. It's a noise. It's a pure number. It's a noise. It's a pure number. Yes. Um, but anyways, uh, the topic of conversation came around to him turning heel because that's what everybody wants him to do because mm-hmm. he's a boring face. That makes sense. Um, and he kind of says, well, aren't I already a heel? People boo me. Um, but he no, says, it doesn't work that way. No. But, but by the way, I know you're literally a professional wrestler. You get paid a ton of mo- money to do that. That's not actually how it works. No. A lot of those people are booing because they simply aren't Can't interested. Can't stand you. Exactly. But not for the right reasons. Yes. Um, so uh, he says this Y'all want me to turn heel Put me in the ring with him Him being he Daniel said, Bryan He said y'all <laughs> We can talk about so many different things About wrestling and the different things That make up the art form of the performance But when it comes down to it It's about me- making people make a lot of noise Actually if you're in the industry of professional wrestling It's about making money mm-hmm, Yeah. Um, obviously with the reactions and the way I stir up the crowd I think it would make, make up for a pretty dynamic and electric atmosphere Brian is one of the best ever to mix it up in the ring. I have a lot of respect for him. So I wonder if he means just by default, by being in the ring with Daniel Bryan, that he has to become the heel. By doing what he does, the threat of him bearing Daniel Bryan, thanks to management, would you know by you know would make him vis-a-vis. Mm-hmm. He would be a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not traditionally how it works. Again, not how it works. You have to. There are certain traits. That uh, most heels, generally speaking, uh, uh, possess. Name one. Cheating. Cheating. Rudeness. Going over the top with violence. Yeah, yeah. Being sneaky, especially yeah. when it comes to winning. Yeah, exactly. Employing, Says, employing ru- henchmen to do your bidding. Says rude things to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Sledgehammers. Yeah. You know. Golden shuffles. Golden shuffles. Well, he already, he already does that. Oh, yeah. That's the thing he already does. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. But Roman employs none of those things. Egging people on. Doesn't do that. Being a agitator. Doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. No. He comes out and he looks around. He just, he usually just looks at the audience with his face with his face and it's just he's just like like he left his car in the audience or something. He's, he's looking, looking for his looking car. For, he's looking for his car. It's a universal sign for looking for your car. So yeah, obviously if he got in the ring with Daniel Bryan, people would boo him. But he'd have to do some. He'd actually have to display some sort of personality characteristics. Like you'd have to beat up Daniel Bryan so badly that he drew blood. Yeah, exactly. Forced him to get taken away from the arena on a stretcher yeah. in an ambulance. Yeah, he'd have to, essentially have to be Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, pretty much. 
even dude, he can even just tell the crowd to shut up once. Mm-hmm. That's even enough for me. Why well, is that? Was that a bug? Because I have like a hair. No, there was some fuzz falling, linter or something. Oh dear. Oh no. Anyway, so yeah, what do you guys think? Roman Reigns heel, yay or nay? Um, Chronicle Tenko, two dollars Canadian says, "Sympathy for the Devil is better." That's a good song. I mean, there's a ton of great songs out yeah, there. Yeah, Stones man. wrote a lot of good songs. You know, but it's, I'm it's, partial to "Gimme Shelter." It's all subjective, man. Exactly. I like the song that goes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like it's that Heartbreaker. One. Heartbreaker's a great song. What's the other song that I like? <clears throat> you like uh, 2000 Man uh, yeah it's a good song that's a good that's song that's on uh, Satanic Majesty's Request I think that's what the album's called there's another one on there called uh, 2000 Light Years From Home that's really good uh, yeah that's a good one too um, weren't both those in uh, Bottle Rocket Wes Anderson movie I think, I think 2000 were. Man was for sure yeah oh here we go the song I like is uh, Oh Miss You that's what I like oh yeah yeah that's a good song anyways you want to talk about uh, some updates from? Yeah, Doug stories. Unfunny got it right. He said, "Miss you" is the song, not "Heartbreaker." So, yeah. oh, well, "Heartbreaker" goes do 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 do. Oh, that's not. Well, I thought you were trying. I thought you were trying to do that. All right, now I hear it. That's on some girls, I think. That's correct. You are correct about that. Next, the follow-up about Ronda Rousey only signing a one-year contract, according to Dave Meltzer. Ric Flair is incorrect. <laughs> from this week's newsletter quote is not a secret that Rousey is looking to start a family relatively soon but her WWE contract is a multi-year deal that was important because Rousey being locked for several years with the single most important contract uh, when it came to TV negotiations sends to people who make these decisions those decisions she's a huge proven mainstream star that gives the organization added credibility as a major league entertainment entity Anyone could quit at any time, and obviously if she wanted to start a family, she would have to take time off, but the agreement is long-term. There you go. Um, I kind of trust that a bit more than Ric Flair just sort of shooting that out there in the mm-hmm. middle of the interview. You know, he was probably talking about somebody else. <laughs> or he might have mixed a couple things up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. this is pure speculation. Like, yeah. he heard from, you know, through the grapevine that Rousey was looking to wrestle maybe for a year, maybe take some time off and then come back to it or something. Yeah. I don't know. And then he just drifted off. Well, before Charlotte said, "There's more." Is there like, fu- sorry about that, everybody. There's like, I hit, put my hand here, and the fuzz just flew off from the table. Sorry, I get so distracted by particles in the air. So yeah, he probably just got distracted by particles yeah. in the air as yeah, well. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> Charlotte said, "Yeah, no, she wants to wrestle for like, she wants to give it a shot for like a year, and then and then Ric Flair either just drifted off or saw some fuzz in the air and started could chopping be. it. Could be. Uh, Wade Love five dollars. What? Go ahead." Wade Love, $5. Guys, Reigns doesn't bury anybody. He's lost like five of his last six pay-per-view matches and lost on TV to Miz, Finn, Joe, and Braun. Wade Love, I apologize. You must be a Roman fan. I think that's fantastic. Like who you like. Chronicle Tenko, $2. You said my name right. Thank you so much. Sympathy for the <clears throat> Devil is a great song. I mean, a bunch of his pay-per-view matches against being against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's lost In the main bunch. event. Yeah. You know, so what? It, last okay, so last one was what the greatest rumble, greatest rumble, the, well, through the cage, through the cage, which he claims he won. WrestleMania, well, he right to say that WrestleMania before that lost he, to Reigns. You get, I mean, lost to Lesnar, get destroyed, got destroyed. No yeah. way to claim victory there. Right uh, before that was backlash. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Kind of curious now though. Go to Pro Fight DB Roman Reigns. Uh, pro that might give you house shows too. DB Roman Reigns. I'll just look up WWE Backlash. No, no, you keep on with the show. 
Only one of us should be on internet during the show. Well, what that? I kind of feel like we both should. I really, feel, <laughs> I really feel like it improves the quality of the show. Uh, Roman, Roman Reigns beat Samoa Joe at Backlash. Anyways, and then another follow-up to a story we previously repeated on, uh, reported on this Monday, I believe, about James Ellsworth. So before we continue, if you want to avoid spoilers... Oh, he won Elimination Chamber before uh, Mania. Yeah. That was last year. Or was it this year? Was there an Elimination Chamber match this year? It was March 3rd of this oh, year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or no, February 25th Yeah, that's year. right, sorry. Um, if you want to avoid potential spoilers from Money in the Bank, like hit the mute button right now. Turn your volume off for the next yeah, couple minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's potential spoiler territory, but we're mm-hmm. following up on a report. Mm-hmm. So uh, on Monday, uh, PW Insider reported that there have been talks in WWE about bringing in James Ellsworth from Money in the Bank. There have been creative plans discussed. Um, and then shortly thereafter, there were several uh, other wrestling news outlets that said, no, that's not going to happen because he's scheduled for a show. You know, they, they produced evidence, tweets from Ellsworth and the promotion itself, show in China this upcoming weekend. So, of course, he can't be in China and then fly to Chicago. There's just not enough time to make that work. Yeah, but the thing is when you uh, take the plane back here from China, you're moving backwards through the time stream. I'm, I'm aware. Same time, though, you're not gaining as much time as you're losing in the process of flying. That's the key. That's the puzzle. Yeah. Right there. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, where were you? I'm sorry. No, just, just we're up to date on, on in terms of what we knew coming out of Monday, essentially. Yeah, so it looks like my prediction that he's going to be at Money in the Bank is coming true. Yeah, it seems that might be the yeah. case. Yeah. So uh, we had a source tell us that essentially, yeah, Ellsworth is going to be at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, and we then, a, Yeah, we, got, we had a source. And then on Thursday... Um, the promotion in China, MKW, released the following statement, quote, James Ellsworth informed us last night that he will not be traveling to China. This news comes after repeated attempts by MKW management to contact Ellsworth over the last six days to confirm travel plans. Mm. On behalf of MKW, I would like to apologize to the fans who bought tickets with the intention of seeing James Ellsworth wrestle and meeting him in person at the MKW meet and greet event. MKW is disappointed by the actions of James Ellsworth. Ellsworth Especially, yeah, especially at the late nature of the cancellation. Man, oh man! So he backed out. He's Middle not going to be in China this weekend. Wrestling. I wonder who's on the rest of the card. If there's any other, let's see, let's find out who's on the rest of the card. What? I mean, are people are people lining up just to see James Ellsworth? I don't know. That's dope. There's a dude named Triple T. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy named Chairman Al. Uncle Money. <laughs> These are all are great, great names, names, man. So we can circ- Cam Ferguson. We can circle back to a conversation Monday. Zombie Dragon. He's obviously going to be involved in some capacity, either in the Carmella Oscar match or potentially the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, here we go. It was supposed to be the Intergender uh, Championship Fatal Four Way mm-hmm. with uh, Cam Ferguson. Uh, <laughs> Cam Ferguson, Rusa Meave, Ellsworth, and then uh, like a silhouette, like a vacant person. It says someone fabulous. So hopefully that someone fabulous is enough to make up for the loss of James Ellsworth. Yeah. So anyways, let's speculate. How is he going to be involved, Steve? This dude's jacked. Look at him. Yeah. Big Sam right there. Uh, come on. Give me a break. Carmella Oscar. Yeah, probably. It's going to help Carmella uh, get that. Uh, not lose the title. Yeah, not lose the title. 
Um, I'm, I'm glad about that. I think I loved freaking Ellsworth when he was around. Oh, me too. He was great. And I liked him with Carmella. They got weird with it sometimes. Yeah, they that did. time she planted a kiss on him and then slapped him or something. Yeah. I was well, like, there was the, the, the leash and collar. Yeah. That got a little weird. Yeah, I got a little. Like, just, dude, keep it simple. I know. Keep it simple. Prior to the. the Let Ellsworth be Ellsworth. Yeah. They overthink things too much. Sometimes, I know. Uh, yeah. Lego, $122, $2. How much do you like slash hate Roman, 1 to 10? I don't hate him. My thing is, I don't really want to see him on TV if they're not going to do anything interesting. Yes, with him. I just want an interesting character in front of me in in opportunities to do what he does best, and I don't necessarily think they really ever book him to his strengths. Yeah, they don't. When they do, I find him perfectly enjoyable. Yeah, I really do. I mean, I, I I'm not. I probably won't ever find him as enjoyable as the top four there on Raw mm-hmm. now. Who do I like there? I like Braun, Finn, Seth, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Am I missing anybody? I don't Elias. Know. Yeah, and Elias. He's sort of down there. But, um, yeah, I like all those guys. And so I'm not sure I'll ever like him more than them. I don't have a problem. I think he's a fine wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, he, needs different, he needs different finishing moves, in my opinion, yeah. because I think that the spear and the Superman punch are just lame. Yeah. Um, and they, he just needs to be booked more interestingly. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's, honestly, it's not Roman Reigns. I think that I, I honestly believe this. His creative has been the biggest the most massive creative blunder since turning Stone Cold heel. Mm-hmm. I believe that mm-hmm. because they have, the dude has everything. He really does. Mm-hmm. You know, you see him at uh, like the press conferences and the, those, the Emmy consideration thing. And uh, from all reports, you know, he, he, he's fantastic, you know, when it comes to promoting the company. Yeah. And yet they book him in a way that it's like, it's like they're walking on eggshells around the guy and they don't know what to do. I know. And because of that, everything they do is just trash. It's been just the biggest creative blunder, like basically ever for them. Yeah. It's yeah. been horrible. It's been pretty bad. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. The guy is fantastic. He just they 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 do not know what they're doing with him. They really don't. Not at it's all. a shame. So there you go. Uh, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, yeah. I we're done with news. I, I think we're through all the no news. No raw preview. No, it's Friday. There's no Raw tomorrow. Nice. It's Friday. Oh, no. We got going on. This. Oh, it's Father's Day this weekend. What? Oh, nothing. I just got a sad update on the neighborhood app. Oh. Somebody was looking for their dog and evidently got hit by a car. Oh. And passed away. That's a bummer. Sorry. Uh, anyways, moving on with some uh, questions. More questions. Yeah. Very sad about that. I'm very sad right now. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Mutton Arbuckle asks, uh, do you think this whole uh, including the elite into WWE programming is a ploy to get Omega to sign? Are they doing that crap Impact was doing showing footage of WWE talent that previously worked for them? I think they're just a little more open to... uh, uh Acknowledging that other promotions exist, I think, essentially. Yeah. And then, um, as we've seen with Evolve and ICW in progress, they seem a little bit more willing to realize, A, there really is no competition. They're not going under. Nobody's no, going to take them, them out, out of business. Soon. And since they're in such that they're in that position, they can work with other promotions for the benefit of essentially everybody. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this super chat here from Chronicle Tanko said, you said my name. Yeah, right yeah, I already so said much. that. Oh, you did. Okay. Um, oh, the great question. Michael Carlson. Who would Minoru Suzuki face at the New Japan WWE crossover? Can't be Braun or Brock. 
Bobby Lashley. Uh, who would Suzuki oh. versus Lashley? No, come on. Give me somebody like that's been in the WWE for in a, a while. In a shoot fight. Oh, can't be a shoot fight. Suzuki versus, and it can't be Braun or Brock. Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Somebody old with legacies, or like you know, yeah, like exactly. American badass Undertaker. Suzuki goes over. Um, well, of course he does. Oh, Luke Overstreet says Suzuki versus Joe. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Another good answer. I mean, that might have happened before, though. May have. I mean, I don't know. Um, Kyle Steven. Ooh, this is a good question. I don't know if there's been a five-star comedy match, but do you think the star power of the New Day and the Elite could pull it off? And what fun spots should be included? I don't know about fun spots because I'm not a wrestler and I'm, I'm not going to start. Yeah, they probably, those two teams probably more than anybody can do a comedy match but still have it be riveting and full of drama. If it's ever going to happen, a five-star comedy match, it'd be them. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Joseph Jackson, $3. One is going in Raw View coming back. Missed that. Stay tuned. We have an idea that we're going to do that's kind of different from the traditional going in Raw View. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We're a couple of weeks away from mm-hmm. being able to do it. Uh, okay, here we go. Wrestling fan. Oh dear. Oh man. Larson question for you. Pentagon is now in a feud with Sammy Callahan and impact. All right. Uh, does it interest Larson? What would it take for Larson to be watching impact by the end of the summer? Give me the scenario that it would take. It would you. take time travel because it involved Pentagon not dropping that belt. But now he's in a thing with Sammy Kelly. Yeah, that's great. You're so hung up. You have your you and your hangups. Yeah. On Pentagon losing that title, you know it was to a low blow. Austin Aries is a heel now. That's fine. It's emblematic of the problems I've had with Impact for a long time. Yeah. I just think you don't have the time. I kind of just think that's well. That's it. that's part of it too. I think that's mainly it. Uh, Will the Pill Gaming? Will Feipel? Will Feipel? Will Feipel Gaming? $5. If you Will Feipel. If you could repackage Roman after six months being off TV, how would you change up his character to be more enjoyable as heel? It's this simple. It's We've already done Roman. it. We've it's already done Roman. it. Watch Steven Larson book Raw. It's Roman Reigns in Zubaz shorts and a Corona cutoff shirt. And Jordans. And Jordans. And he's mellow. And he's super mellow. And Plays they, to his strengths. And you, you see the crowd reaction. They love him. Yeah. They absolutely love him. Yeah. Chill Roman. Chill Roman. That's what it is. Changes his moveset completely. Get rid of the spear. Get rid of the Superman punch. Mm-hmm. All power bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you do it. Absolutely. Chill ja- Roman. James Games. Power rank the best big men since the Attitude Era. There are a string of weird big men like Heidenreich yeah. and Snitsky. And Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Although he was great in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I actually really like Snitsky to be honest with you. I like one of the top five laughing moments of all time was oh. me and Evald sitting on his couch watching some WWE pay-per-view and we realized that Snitsky's nipples were very long. We were just dying laughing. I'm trying to think. I can't I mean Braun Strowman, obviously. Yeah, man. He's high on that list. Yeah, for sure. I can't really think of anybody prior to that that made that large of an impact. So I'll just say Braun. It's, dude, it's, of course it's Braun, absolutely. Um, Wrestling United, $5. Hey, friend, let's play Never Have I Ever. I have never eaten a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I am not allergic. 
What are some things you have never done? Uh, willingly eating a slice of pineapple. I think. I think. I might have done it once. Well, you had like to know at a certain point that you didn't like it. A dare. Oh, all I need to do is catch a whip, of, a whiff of it. Have a little bit of pineapple juice. I think I've had pineapple juice in like I don't know, accidentally. It's like touched various food items, and it's been like, oh, it's so nasty. Well, I spoke about this the other day. I've never gotten I've never gotten like a professional massage. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, yeah. I've never been in an orgy. Yeah, nor have I. Yeah. Like, it seems cool, but it'd be awkward. I mean, I feel like I feel the same way they talk about it in Seinfeld. That's yeah. a lifestyle you have to embrace. Yeah, like nude beach either. Mm-mm. It'd be weird. Mm-mm. Not good. World of UK wrestling. Why do you think wrestling TV shows don't have end credits? Like for camera operators, editors, ring crew. Are they union? Probably legal. Yeah, I think, I think like the reason why credits exist are like a union thing. It's like a legal thing. So chances are... Although, like, doesn't don't like camera operators have a union? Yeah, I would think they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure that you know. Do sporting it like the? Not all of them. Not all of them. Sometimes they do. Some of them do, but they don't always have the full credits. Yeah, so maybe it's just a sports thing. Yeah, it's probably like a live event sports thing. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I mean, I guess I can understand to a certain extent live sports because you have your block of time, and if it goes over, mm-hmm. you know, do you? Want, I don't know if they can or will. The networks dedicate two to five minutes for a full rundown of credits when they have programming they probably have to get to. Mm-hmm, so yeah, that has something to do with it, just the timing of it all. Sarcastic duck, uh, comparing Lesnar's run with the Universal Title to Okada's run with the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Okada defended his title twelve times. During 790 days, while Lesnar defended it seven times in 439 plus days, uh, counting house shows. Why is one hated and the other praised? This is like the easiest answer in the world. Number one, Okada has been in like many multi-man tag matches. Okada's there every day. He's there every day. And And all of his matches are spectacular. When it's a singles match, it is a special event in professional wrestling. It's always Always an amazing match. Whereas Lesnar seems like he's throwing it in at least sixty-five percent of the time. That's a, that's a that's a you're being generous with that number. It's like eighty percent of the time. Uh, Jamie Wisner, Stephen Larson, what do you guys think of Lucha Underground? I've seen most of the second season. I really enjoyed it. I have more than fifty episodes on my DVR. I need to catch up on. I, again, it's a time issue. It's a time. Yeah, it's a time issue for sure. Absolutely. Um, Jesse James Helsius. You have to answer yes to this, dude. He says, this is for Larson. If you had the chance to interview Finn Balor, but he'd only do it under the condition that he got a too sweet from you, would you do it? You would have to. Of course you would. It's for the good of the company. It's best for business. I don't think he would put that stipulation on interview. That's not the question. The question is if he did. If he did, you would definitely do it. You'd have to do it. We'd make a big deal about it. How about this? We put it behind a paywall. A $200,000 paywall? Like a $5 paywall. No. You know my price. <laughs> That's been well established. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Trev Dane. Why doesn't WWE mention uh, Bobby Lashley's match at WrestleMania with uh, Trump 
they've publicly said that you know they're they're they don't want to talk about Trump at all. It would be bad for business. Yeah. <laughs> Domestic fish, five dollars. You guys inspired me to make a reaction live stream last year. Uh, I let go of nerves and I reached seven hundred people Whoa! watching. You got thirty-five thousand views. Nice. You guys are great. Awesome. Well that done, man. That's fantastic. That is awesome. Good for you, man. Uh, oh, Tim Thigpen. Hypothetically, what would Rusev and Lana's story look like if they both won their respective Money in the Bank matches? Would the WWE have them both be champs at the same time? So it'll never happen, but that's not the question. He says, hypothetically, what would it look like? I think that they would be elevated to like the B-plus story, basically. Maybe not yeah. the A story, but like the B-plus story. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious just to know if Lana's going to like totally drop that accent now. Kind of want to know. I think that's like probably just declaring on that is probably a good way to go. Yeah. Do you, let me ask you this. If she drops the accent, is it necessary for you? I mean, obviously they don't have to, and they probably won't. To acknowledge it? Yes. They would have to talk about it at least once, right? At least in passing. I mean, they're not going to have like a, a, a freaking story around it. <clears throat> Although I think that'd be amazing oh, if they did. Be great. You know, it'd be great is if she told Rusev that he needs to drop his accent and he like tried to speak oh, that'd be with funny. like a, an American accent. That would be funny. Uh, Joseph Jackson, 499. Did you guys see the Bellas and Carmella uh, battle rap the women of Glow from Netflix? If not, you got to check it out from Drop the Mic. That sounds like it'd be fun. Uh not huge on battle rapping unless it's like really super skilled rappers. Then it's pretty fun. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't really want to see people who don't know what they're doing battle rap. But that's cool. That's fun. Glad Joseph Jackson liked it. Mm -hmm. You can check it out and do a review on it. Sure. There you go. Uh, restaurant manager asks, what color is Hilton's eyes? <laughs> number one. This is great because it's somebody named restaurant manager. <laughs> then number two, they're asking what color Hilton's eyes are. This is a trick question, though, because they want us to answer it. Because it would acknowledge that Hilton is real. Well, yeah. I mean, That's it, why. It's a fictional thing. I don't know what color his eyes are. It's whatever, the, it's whatever whoever's writing Hilton, the fictional yeah. character, wants it to be. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, Sunday, for Money in the Bank, of course, we're gonna, I should stop doing that. Somebody complained about this once. Uh, we're going to do a Money in the Bank live stream. Yeah. And we're going to be joined, I think, I believe, I'm not mistaken, by a special guest. Yeah. Now, I'm asking you right here, can we just... Can we just? I didn't let know it, what you're talking can we about. Just let it go. I didn't know what you're talking can about. Can we just let him out? Like I don't. He does. Does he have to wear the stupid mask the whole time? What are you talking about? Well, Luchando's gonna. Yeah, be Luchando's there. supposed to come over. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. He wears the mask. Yeah, but can we just like that's uncomfortable? Can we just give him like a Lone Ranger mask? Can we, we just ditch the mask? There. No, all together. No, and just mm, say no. What there it has is. to be a match. Just, mask a hair versus mask match. He's not going to get into a match. He's like our age. Anyways. Uh, El Gordito Nacho. What is the worst Father's Day gift that you've ever received and or given to someone? Like Father's Day isn't like a huge thing in our house. Like I've given my dad like usually I just give him a book. Yeah. He has like a whole library of books that he hasn't read that I've gotten him. Mm -hmm. um, I've never really received a bad gift. I like I think was it last year. Last year, like all my all my kids got me, they like all painted and drew on these little plates, like various in jokes mm -hmm, of ours. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, but I've never had like a bad one. No, I'm not gonna complain about a Father's no, Day you, gift. When, when your kids make you something, that's the best gift. My parents 
are the worst. I'm sorry. My dad is the worst gift giver at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. He literally just finds stuff in his garage and wraps it up and gives it to me. That's hilarious. Oh, it's terrible. That's so funny. And it's not, it's like for my birthday, for like Christmas. I'm like, does he do it to be funny? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I honestly, I used to think that, but I don't even know anymore, man. He's getting up there in age, so he's starting to get surreal. Do you put your hair up in a match against Luchando, hair versus mask? What about a beard versus mask match? Me versus Luchando. If you want in on that. See, my, the problem with that is that it would turn into a shoot match because he would play too much. He would go overboard. He would botch something. People probably want to see that. You would get mad. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm just laying it out how it's going to happen. Yeah. I'll stand there and freaking laugh. Yeah. And probably have to have to keep you from like really hurting him or vice versa. I don't know. I'd get involved somehow. It would be annoying. It's like two children. You guys are the worst. Uh, oh, Tranquilo. Great question. If the Universal title was on TV every week, would it be the right move to then put the IC title on Elias? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you have like the big four there on Raw, take out Roman, and you put Finn, Seth, Braun, Kevin Owens all in the Universal title scene. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Oh, Tranquilo, another great question. Is this finally the weekend that main roster show outshines a takeover? You know, there's been several times where we go into a takeover thinking, oh, the build hasn't been that great. The card on paper doesn't look spectacular. And TakeOver always delivers. Yeah, I think, look, man, if anybody thinks Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream isn't going to be the match of the weekend, regardless of the show, yep. you're crazy. That's going to be the match of the uh, Wrestling United, $2, Luchando predictions. Either he wins or unmasks. That's typically how a hair versus mask match works. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um... Uh, oh, oh, great question. Thomas Speller. I got a new girlfriend. We're trying to share in each other's interests. What can I show her to get her to like wrestling? Oh, okay. Bearing in mind she has never watched it before. Hmm. What would you show um, a new mate to get into your interest of wrestling? Right now? I'd probably turn on a, like an episode of SmackDown. Like if you're going to get into it, you just got to sort of dive in. Raw is way too much yeah, in the deep end and it's boring. I think is where in the pool to dive in. Because it depends if you think that the, the quality of in-ring action would appeal to her. Mm. Or storylines. I, I would think that. Or a mix thereof. Because if, 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 if you think, okay, she might be impressed with the feats of athleticism, then go all the way to do Japan. Yeah, you know, but I, if you if you think she might be need more storyline than SmackDown, or if you want to find a middle ground between the two, you always got NXT. I think I think it's SmackDown. All right, because it's it's like tailor made for I don't know casuals basically. Like it's not it's not th a three hour slog that you have to get through where it's oh, like yeah, awkward yeah, yeah, most yeah. times. You don't have to sit through Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley segments. Um, a lot of entertainment. It's well written. And there is the athleticism and, and decent action. I think that SmackDown has some good matches there. You got Daniel Bryan, you got AJ yeah, Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would suggest trying out SmackDown. Show moves pretty breezy. Hmm. Chat here. Show her Sasha versus Bailey at TakeOver. Brooklyn won. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good match and everything. It's a fantastic match. I'm just saying, yeah, it's a fantastic match. I'm just saying, like, you're, the entry, the gateway is going to be the characters and stories. That's going to be the gateway. Uh, although right now, I think if you if you if you show him if you show her the Champa versus Gargano stuff in NXT, that'd probably be good a, too. A Butts Dubois uh, mentioned here in chat. Remember Butts Dubois? Right. It's the guy we made in UFC to take on CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is I totally forgot about that. Oh, how can you forget about Butts Dubois? Man, can we load that up again? If you still have it, we can. Yeah. I mean, have that be his next fight, a rematch against Butts Dubois. Did Punk beat Butts Dubois? I don't think so. He was a creepy looking dude. Oh, they, they, he was like kind of highly rated in the UFC game. He was like an 80 or something like that, wasn't he? Or 79. Punk? Yeah. yeah, he was like ridiculously overrated. He should have been in the 20s. God, he got his ass whooped. All right, let's do one more question. Ooh, Jordan Schwartz. Which one of these two guys do you think will be the universal champion first? Baron Corbin or Bobby Lashley? I'm going to say Corbin. He's the constable. He can just put himself in the championship hey, if he wants to. Kurt, give me that title. I you want can, title match. Or you go talk to Stephanie. Just bring me the title. Or you can talk to Stephanie about it. Anyways, that's it. That's it. That's Thanks for got. joining us, everybody. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Speaking of Luchando, Hilton, can you hit that music, please? I don't know why you're saying that. Why am I saying what? What am I saying? Oh, my gosh. You're like the, that's like the fakest angry ever. Gosh. Darn it, Steve. That's oh, we got raised $97.5. Tell me, parents, I'm going to, going to wrestling school before we go to SmackDown Tuesday. Any advice? Was it wrestling school? Yeah. Don't go. It probably hurts. Talk to you guys later. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.